0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Latina Life with Jenna Melena. Today, we welcome to the show, Super Latina, May Hernandez, who's making waves in the hair industry. Her talent captured the attention of big beauty brand, Joico, who named her a Joico artistic educator and brand content creator. That team there knows the importance and the power of the Latina consumer. And I'm so happy that they partnered with her. May is also the co-founder of AM Salon, a Latina-owned beauty salon in West Hollywood. Let's get into it, May. Thank you so much for joining us
1: today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. you. Oh, my God. (laughs) What an introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Excited to be here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We
2: are very excited to have you. So we want to like dive right into this. And so one of the first things that we always like to ask is your background and where you're from, because, you know, Latinas, were all from different places and different, you know, parts of the world. So you were born and raised in Venezuela. Tell us about coming here and like really paving the way in the hair industry.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, I was born and raised in Venezuela, got to the States after my mom or during the time my mom and dad were getting um, divorced. And Venezuela was starting to get shaky as far as like the political grounds. And my mom just decided from literally one week to the next, we're packing and leaving. And um, it was really hard because we've never been to the States. We had like, we had gone on trips, but never really uprooted right so um got here when I was a few months before I turned 15 and um lived in Chicago oh wow okay and then from (laughs) Chicago with
2: like how did you end up was that when you first started doing hair like how did that happen for you
1: so um my mom used to um take us to the beauty salon when we were little girls and I always thought I want to do that I want to make women feel happy so um but back home that's not really seen as a career Mm -hmm. so then when we get heat when we got here to chicago i was like maybe that's a possibility so after graduating high school i was working three jobs one of them being um, in a swan and it was the girl who used to do my hair in uh, villa park it was called uh, like the city and she was like you don't need to go to hair school i got you i'll teach you everything and that's when everything really started, but I wasn't licensed yet. Mm. And so that started, and then how long would
2: you say that, that like your career really, you burst into your career? Cause I'm sure like many Latinas, Jen and I always talk about this. There's a lot of hardships. There's not like open doors all the time.
1: Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. Um, It was a struggle, definitely. I didn't even think at that time I was young and not just living life and doing, you know, as I Mm. pleased. (laughs) And I never really thought about into the future. So having to go through like different venues and different job opportunities and trying to make my way just to make a living, um, I deviated from doing hair. And also at that moment, we were still trying to get our situation um, as far as like our paperwork our visa, our permits, all of that straightened. Oh And yeah. mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was hard. It was hard, but at the end um, it worked out. And um, about seven years later, I came back to doing hair.
2: Okay. And so would you say that when you were really starting your career, did you like, what did you envision for yourself? Cause I mean, we're going to talk about where you are now, but I'm sure that that took a while to get to.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know what, to be honest with you, I don't think I thought, like I said, I was just so living in the moment. I never thought into the future. I never said, oh, th- you know, three years from now, five years from now, this is where I see myself. And to be honest with you, I just heard this recently. And I was like, Latinos usually suffer from, what did the guys say? I forgot how. I, I and." I'm not trying to quote him, but it, it's like that um, syndrome when you are taking so you don't get left out. Does that make sense? So if I if I was offered a job, let's say blow dry, and somebody offered me $25, even though my price was 50, I will take it because I, I'm like, it's better to have 25 than not, nothing at all, right? So I was trying to make it. Um, it paid off but it was definitely a lot of sacrifices, you know, during that trajectory.
0: You know, I have to go back to, because um, obviously you had a couple of challenges and I take it that maybe getting your license was when you mentioned you didn't get, um, you, you weren't licensed. And so- I
1: was not. <laughs> was,
0: what was the biggest challenge in regards to getting that license? Just in regards to other people um, who might want to go cool. there.
1: Um, I think the biggest was my age. Because I look young, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm older than I look, way older than I look. And I think it was my age. I was going to, I was closer to my 30s at that point. And I was going to beauty school when I moved now to California uh, with my now husband. I was like, well, if I'm going to do anything, I'd rather do something that I'm passionate about. Let me start beauty school. Let me get licensed and go back to hair, do it the right way. And um, I was going to beauty school with 18, 17 years old like people. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, whoa, now I need to catch up because I'm almost 10 years behind, 12 years behind. Mm-hmm. So I think that was the biggest challenge for me.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's something I think that is people should take away, especially Latinas, is that no matter where you are in your stage in life, I feel everybody's on their own clock. Right. And they yeah. shouldn't feel Absolutely. pressured. But did you feel that pressure or what kind of kept you going straight? Because sometimes people get a little bit of imposter syndrome, right? Especially if they're coming in and, you know, people are younger and they have to compete with that. You know, how did you stay calm throughout all of
1: that? Um, definitely trying to reach my goal. Um, just like knowing a clear path and I didn't know how I was going to make it. Um, I moved to LA on also a wimp, um, back then he was, we were just dating and I was just like, okay, from, at the time I lived in Delaware, I was like, from, Bo- like, I don't want to sound horrible, but I wasn't happy in Delaware <laughs> and the weather and whatnot. I was like, from boring Delaware to LA, I'm done. I'm like, I'm on my way. And I didn't even had a clear path at that point, but I was like, I'm going to make it happen. And um, I lived in Santa Clarita my beauty school was in Santa Monica it would take me two hours each way driving back and forth and it 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 was just like I need to get to my end goal I need to make this happen I need to do something for myself that's gonna open more opportunities and more doors for me so I feel like that feeling of don't give up was like what kept me going
0: Mm-hmm. And you talked about, you had a mentor, right? So how important is having a mentor in the industry? And like, uh, what did you learn from, from them?
1: Wow. I mean, I, I yeah, I do have, I have, and I do have still uh, different mentors for different things. Now that I'm a business owner, mm-hmm. um, I do have someone that mentors me in that respe- uh, regards. I have a mentor for hair coloring uh, and blonding because it's so much different. Like when you think about our hair, um, versus other um, types of hair, it's mm-hmm. it's you approach it so differently. So I do have a mental for that I do have a mental for more my personal and like mental state. So it's like it's different for different areas in my life. It's super important. It keeps me balanced <laughs> in this crazy um, life. But um, yeah, definitely.
0: I think that's one of the things we've, we've learned from talking to other people too, that's been on the podcast, the importance of having mentors in different areas, right? Because mm-hmm. you have a need for the business side, the personal side, and there's so many different layers and textures. How does Joyco come in? First of all, how did that happen? This partnership with Joyco. what did you think when they reached out to you, when it finally started happening, but um, the importance of that partnership for you and for the industry and the Latina community?
1: Um, funny you say that they didn't reach out to me. Oh, <laughs> oops,
0: sorry. No, I feel
1: like <laughs> I'm lucky I- to have you. Lucky <laughs> to have you, <laughs> yeah. Lucky. It's a good yeah, partnership. Um, yeah. I mean, absolutely. But, um, one of the things that I learned early on was making it myself if I saw an opportunity, I will take it. Okay. And that's kind of like what happened with Draco. Um, uh, I reached out to uh, people like higher ups in Joico. And I said, listen, I see a an opportunity within the Latino community. I don't think you guys have enough representation as far as like um, education. And it's a huge market. If you really think about it, Latin, I mean, it's Latino America and, you know, even in Mexico and in mm-hmm. Europe, you know, mm-hmm. I was just like, it's one of the biggest market you guys are missing out. So I would love to participate, and be a part of the brand, and a couple years after that conversation happened, I was teaching and doing more stuff with them. Luckily, Draco has been an amazing, amazing um, company that has always looked for um, diversion. I guess yeah, diversity like for other yeah, and yes. Diversity. Right. There you go. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, So um, it wasn't. It's not like in the last couple of years. No, they've actually have been thinking about it and working towards for over twelve years, um, at least that I know of. Right. So it it was an amazing opportunity that to come on board with them. Yeah.
2: What I love, though, which I think people need to take away from your story right now is that you didn't wait for them to come to you. You said, I'm going to go yeah. look for them. And that's how you made it happen. And I Absolutely. think that a lot of us, unfortunately, we get scared and we're like, oh, we, how can we do that? How can we reach out? But it's like really putting yourself out there. Yeah. So, And that's exactly what you did. And then Absolutely. they said, okay. So you did it. And I think that that's really important for people to like take away because I feel like Latinas, most of all, like we get intimidated or our parents said, don't ask questions. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, don't rock the boat Mm -hmm. or don't, you know, and you didn't. So good
1: for you. Thank you. Um, A close friend of mine told me this and it stuck with me. Um, A close mouth doesn't get fed. True. And it dawned on me. And I was like, wait, how are they? I mean we have social media, but it's so overly saturated. And Mm. we're talking about, I came on with um, Joico, like started working with Joico about four years ago. So it was already saturated at that point. So um, how are they going to notice me? How are they going to know I'm here? How I already have a no as of now, because I'm not working with them. So the worst they can say, it's my reality right now. So why don't I take that leap of faith and reach out and I did and it happened.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. And it's also we need to note that it takes some time, right? Because it doesn't yes. happen overnight. No. So not to lose the look at us like with our podcast too. I mean, when we came up with the idea. I'm like, this is, we need to showcase, like, there's all these people, there's all these Latinas, we don't know their stories. And we talked about how we need to showcase them. And it was little by, I think what, Melina, it took us how many months to do like the first episode?
2: Yes. Because we thought everything (laughs) needed to be perfect and that's just not the way it works. Yeah. So.
1: Absolutely. That's so important. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because
2: there's never going to be a perfect time. So I think we just had to rip the bandaid off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we literally are waiting for all the stars to align. Mm-hmm. And the universe and the comments mm-hmm. and you know, and it's just like no do it. That's mm-hmm. the, the the biggest if anyone has to take anything like any uh, advice away from here. It's just like do it. Yeah. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be perfect just go for it.
0: Now, um. But let's talk about hair, right? Because I've always been, I've had a traumatic experience <laughs> in high school. And granted, like you said, this was years before, like people knew how to work with Latina hair. So I wanted to get, you know, this was the before the JLo with the caramel, like undertones and highlights and lowlights and the blending. Yeah. So I wanted to get highlights and I came out and with some people, you know, for some people not knocking anybody, this this look may work, but when you have like really dark hair and then like just blonde white streaks, does not work for me so <laughs> that's what I had yeah so, so I've yeah. always been afraid of getting I M- Melina's hair is amazing she's got one the the thickness the body the colors and everything but I'm always like I'm too scared to do anything other than like the straight like you know my one color and that's it so for anyone you know getting into Changing up their looks, if they're Latina, like what should they look at first? I mean, cause should, they look at skin tone. I'm always worried about the eyebrows or the eyebrows too dark. Like how <laughs> do you decide what's the best color for you?
1: Um, I will say, I honestly, there is a background of when you want to um, compliment and, you know, bring out the best in you, but I feel like whatever color you are attracted to, it's going to make you feel confident no matter what. Does that make sense? Because a lot of the times people are too worried about it's are golden tones fine on me or cooler tones fine on me. Listen, yeah. my skin tone, I'm all it's give. Uh and according to that, cooler tones would look better on me. But I've always been like super attracted and gravitated towards warmer tones, which make me look more tan and more like. Alive, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think actually I pull them off better. So I think um, whatever colors you gravitate towards, you're gonna feel more confident with that. Now, what I will try to stay away from are or like, um, uh, what's this where I'm looking for? Is when it- you don't want like, uh, no, when it's um, when you get your hair lightened and it turns hot cheeto.
0: Oh, that red. Right. That that orange,
1: red, bright, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you try to go like, no, it's just not happening. If they don't put the right toner, you have to bring the color down and you have to counteract so much that at the end of the day, the toner comes out and you literally look like a pumpkin. Yeah. And I think like now I, I think I've made a name for myself to be a uh, specialist a color correction specialist because of that. Every time I will see the Latina, I'll be like, oh my gosh, can I do your hair? I love your hair, da, da, da. I think I can do, like, I can make you feel so beautiful. And it was like all of those oranges, you know, trying to like Mm -hmm, manipulate mm -hmm. the color and counteract that. Um, But I would say if you haven't done, like a person like you, if you haven't done any color, I would say star baby steps. (laughs) Don't try to go for the blonde, blondest, blonde, blonde, you know, Uh, Just like a little dimension will be beautiful, and because you don't, you haven't had color in so long, you still are gonna get that wow factor.
0: Right, right. Oh, thank you. See, that's what I need to do. I need to do that. That's my next step to do. I'm going
2: baby steps, Jen. Baby Baby steps. steps, Yeah, Yeah,
1: baby steps. I will say, I will say, darker um hair on like as we grow older, make our features look stronger, like more, Mm. you know. So, mm-hmm. I will say putting a little bit of dimension, just like the smallest touch in your hair, will give you like just a youthful look. So, always keep that in oh, mind as well. No, I like
2: that. That's a great I tip. need a
1: youthful look all the time. All the Everybody time. wants a youthful <laughs> look
2: all the time. Yes. And so, what and now is. I have to- oh, go ahead. No, I just wanted no, to see ahead, like. Man. um. Like when you got your salon, how did that happen? Because I mean, not everybody can do that. You know what I mean? So like, how did that act? Like, how did you, how did that even come into your, your mind?
1: (laughs) I will say for that, it was a hundred and thousand percent the universe. It was manifesting it. It was believing and the stars truly aligning for me. Um, I, at that point, it was like right after uh, the pandemic, I opened my salon suite uh, and I'm sure you guys have heard of this concept. It's um, where a lot of, it's like a big establishment and a lot of salons, little salons. Okay. And it can be, you know, it could be nails, uh, skin, hair. I had my little uh, suite there and the person who I was taking the suite over from moved to a bigger suite and it happened to be um, Amber Maynard. And she, I had met her at a Joico event A few years prior and we reconnected and we're like wait a second what what are we doing what is this it's time for us to expand it's time for us to you know just do it right and came to find out she's also half latina and our vision just aligned. i mean just like seeing where we came from and what we wanted to change in the industry we realized if we wanted to see anything different than our story we had to be it. We had to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's when, that's when um, AM came about. Oh, yeah, and again, cool. it wasn't a wimp. It was literally within two three months. <laughs> I mean, we, if, if not less. We wow. just drove around. We picked a place where like, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. And it was meant to be, it happened. We, you know, I mean, it was literally, we were running against the clock at that point. It happens so fast, so fast.
0: I mean, and that's amazing because that's obviously, you know, the business side of the brain dealing with like putting together, um, you know, a yeah. business like a brick and mortar and all the finance and the budget and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> was there any particular like important takeaways from that for someone who might be wanting to start a business like this?
1: Um, I mean, um, yes. Um, <laughs> if you can marry someone that's business-minded, <laughs> um, I'm blessed enough to say my husband took care of that side, and he helped us so much. Um, apply for permits, which I didn't know was a thing. I mean, literally for anything except painting a wall, you need a pr- a permit for. Um, so apply for permits, insurance, and all that. Like, really looked into all of that stuff to have it aligned. Um budgeting we are self uh, we self-funded um mm-hmm. and i i do think that's important because i do believe that um cash is king um i don't want to get into debt i did not want to own anybody i don't want investors i don't i don't want i wanted to do it by myself and by ourselves and we did it uh we take pride in that and um not going over budget and just knowing what you need and what you want are two different things <laughs> <Got it. laughs> and yeah. um and making everything just um uh workable just like being flexible you know like your time frame we thought i the first contractor came and he said well, a few days and i like i'll have it done and then he walked away and we were like oh okay now what so we had to find another you know just like going with the flow and try not to stress about it it's part of the process, the process basically right yeah,
0: yeah. what is mm-hmm. self-funded i'm sorry i mean for people out there they don't know what self-funded is does that mean like do you just do we you put
1: like, the money came okay. out of pocket baby <laughs> <laughs> okay it came out of pocket i didn't we didn't go to um i didn't get any like fifty thousand dollar loan a hundred thousand i don't Oh, my phone it's mine what you see is what you get and i wanted it like that um could we have gone and say, um, "Let me get a loan, a business loan for hundred k, and put it together with our budget, and we could have had a two hundred thousand salon." Yes, absolutely. But then now it started. It's kind of like getting married. Um, it's two worlds colliding, and we wanted to mitigate the clashes um, and the stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, we wanted to make sure that rent, uh, bills, electricity, all of that stuff, we could cover, even if no one came into the swan. So that's really important because if I would have asked for a loan, now I'm owing this much monthly plus my rent. You combine that, and you're in red numbers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. This is so Mm -hmm. important. No. Thank you so much.
1: Even those little nuggets are
0: truly, truly important. Mm -hmm. Um, So, just wanted to go back a little bit in regards to you being, you know, an artistic educator and brand content creator for Joyco, because I'm sure this is sort of a another industry, right? It's part of the industry, but it's like a different layer to the industry, right? Yeah. So, with, so what, what does that entail exactly? And, you know, for anyone who is interested in, in doing that, like, what, what do you need to do to, to do those two roles?
1: Um, maybe, maybe let's switch the question to okay, what sure. should you do to be noticed by brands for anyone listening that sure. wants to be noticed that wants to like, know, how do I start? Start creating content. <laughs> That's literally what it is. That's how I started. I started creating content. Listen, a lot of the sacrifices comes in um, in a free form. You know, I started creating content and I wasn't getting paid. Um, but I knew if I kept pushing and if I kept, you know, uh, myself disciplined and consistent, someone within that brand will see, oh, look at this person, you know, um, also your attitude. Um, I'm naturally just happy. I think also because my, my birthday is a happy birthday, uh, 420. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm always like, yeah, you know, I'm always happy. Oh my God, it's coming up, it's coming up. It is coming up. Happy (laughs) early birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm always happy. And so I feel like that I could transmit that through the camera. And that was another, like. You know, they're, oh, who's that girl? He's she's always smiling. She's always showing teeth, you know, um, being polite to people, treating people with respect. I treat, honestly, the assistants the same way I treat the, the president or the VP of the company. Um, I have the same endearment for both, um, titles are only titles and respect mm-hmm. goes a long way.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think
1: those are really three great tips. Mm-hmm. That is
2: actually very true because you never know who's going to end up anywhere. So you always that's so, so true, because I feel like people get so caught up on the titles and you just yeah. never know where you're going to land because, yeah. you know, life is so tricky that way.
1: Mm-hmm. You never know here. I mean, and especially I don't know if it's a LA, late in the culture in L.A. Um, it's all about who, you know. And it's such a small world. It's so big, even within the industry. It's so big, but so small. And um, treat people with respect. Everybody knows each other somewhere, somehow, or are connected with each other. So, yeah.
0: What do you have planned next? I mean, you I know you just got back from actually Vegas. <laughs> you said you you had an yes. event there. So, so what was that event? And then how does that like fold into like, you know, the rest of your goals for the rest of 2023?
1: Um, so with Joyco, I um, do events. They tell me, you know, we have a schedule and I have more shows coming up. Um, Now, I think they are using me also a lot in the English aspect of it. So I have shows coming up in English, shows coming up in Spanish, classes in both. Um, So, I mean, it's very exciting, very promising future with them. Um, I also have, I mean, we're putting together our team at the salon. We're taking our time because we believe that we also want to represent and have representation and be Inclusive, so and we also believe that one bad apple can ruin the entire box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, we are, yeah. so we're yeah. taking our time. So that's also happening. um Like I, uh, I do believe that taking time off and just grounding yourself is also important. So in the middle of that, um, I'll probably have two or three vacations as well before the year ends, and um just living life and enjoying it, enjoying the ride. I mean. I really, I tend, again, if you were to ask me, where do you see yourself in a year living life? <laughs> that would be I my answer. That. I don't plan. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. I mean, sometimes I find it so hard, melanie and I, I, you know, we're always like, sometimes it's hard to enjoy in the moment. Cause you're like, okay, what's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. so important to have that self-care and take time to have vacations. I mean, I think also yeah. just growing up and I don't know if it was your mom or not that helped you, but like I grew up with parents, like they never vacationed. They always worked. Right, that just mm-hmm. always worked. That's mm-hmm. what we always did. And when we did vacation, it was we went to go see family. That was the vacation. Yeah. Like there was never we're going to. Da 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 da. da. It wasn't until I met my husband that all of a sudden, you know, we started doing like different things. But um, why is that important too in regards to kind of, you know, educating people too, and then also expanding, you know, your brand and and making other people like realize, you know, what the industry has to offer.
1: Well, I do believe that when you are teaching, traveling, doing shows and classes and all that stuff, it does take a lot of energy. And I'm a very, like, I do tend to gravitate towards that a lot. I, I do believe in energy. I believe, you know, everything, it's energy pretty much. And so when you get that, like, sucked out of you <laughs> in so many different ways, right, especially now that I'm I'm also a wife, I have, a, you know, I work with Joyco. I have my salon, I have, you know, so many different things going. It's just like, I feel drained at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And sometimes yeah. literally yesterday I looked at my husband and we're like we need 30 hours in a day like 24 it's not enough. But then at the same time we are trying to change this we are trying to break the cycle. Yeah. We don't want to live like that. Um I also heard in a in a different podcast um someone said you have to let the universe surprise you. If you have everything planned so far in advance it's so structured that you are literally not the universe can be like, surprise, I have this amazing opportunity for you, you know, and then when that comes, you have to let it slide by because you don't have the time for it. So it's really hard too because um, uh, developing my clientele, that was like one of the things like a day, I mean, if I don't work, I don't get paid, especially Mm -hmm. now that I own this one. It's like, nobody's above me. And it's just like, I need if I don't get clients, then I don't eat basically um but also knowing that it's gonna work itself out gives me peace if that makes sense so at this moment I think like that's like where this where I'm at in my life is just enjoying the right because it will work itself out you just have to believe in that
0: that's so important important for all of us completely mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh, we're so happy that you sat down with us. I felt like we touched on so many different things, you know, hair and the rest <laughs> yeah. of life. Right? Good I tips, hair. yeah. Very
2: light, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, <it's> for <pretty> sure. <laughs> well, thank, thank you fair. so much for your time and everything. And I know that there's going to be a lot of takeaways from all this, and I cannot wait to you know see all of the other and more success that you're going to have in the future.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to come into your salon for sure and like catch up. I
1: was you. just going to say, I was like, you guys are more than welcome, Jen. Especially oh, perfect. You, you to you my dollars? Awesome. <laughs> okay. yes, please come in. Um, For all the people that are listening, Thank um, they you. can also follow my story at, at Um, That's my IG handle. And if you guys have any questions or want to know a lot more, they just can reach out to me. I'm always available.
0: Perfect. I know all of our listeners are going to love that. You're going to be flooded with phone Amazing. Thank you so, so much. So thank you. Thank you, May. Thank you. Yeah. Um, everybody who is listening, mis Latinas, nuestros Latinas, hasta la próxima. Um, you know, take care of your hair. Go see May. <laughs> um, enjoy <laughs> you, life. Guys. Be flexible. So you guys are open to different opportunities because you never know where the road is going to take you. And then just remember okay. to, you know, Come back here and to listen to these fabulous stories on Latina Life with Jenna Malena, like everywhere, you know, podcasts are heard
1: and love you all. vessels. until the next time. Bye. Bye.